Today's episode of the podcast is made possible by our good friends over at Coast Brand Apparel. Whether you're looking for a new look to spice up your style or just want some casual fits with simple designs, Coast Brand Apparel is the spot for you. Coast Brand is not only comfortable to wear, but their website is also very easy and efficient to use. Just click the link in our show notes below to access their online store and get yourself some sweet products. You will not be disappointed. I'm Ethan Finn. And I'm Chase Sanchez. And welcome to The Think Tank. Our guest today is a close friend of both Chase and myself, as well as our teammate. We've played alongside with him and against him throughout the years, and there's a lot of history there. One of the best things about this conversation was the opportunity to reflect on our most recent basketball season, as well as get into professional sports and the new dynamic over there with the pandemic. We had a lot of fun sitting down with Bryce, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Think Tank Podcast. Welcome back to Think Tank Podcast, episode four. I'm your host, Ethan. I'm your host, Chase. And our guest on the show today is none other than Bryce O'Donnell. Bryce, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course. So, uh, Bryce, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, I'm 16, uh, almost 17. I go to Del Oro. I'm a junior. I play basketball and I play tennis. Um, I played basketball with Chase and Ethan this season. It was a lot of fun. We made a lot of memories, and I'll never forget. For sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. you've played basketball for how long? i played basketball since about first or second grade. And tennis, uh, you started freshman year, correct? Yeah, I started, I haven't played before high school, and freshman year I just decided to try out, try something new, and I still you, play, and I love it. Do you have, like, a, would you, if you could pick one over the other, what would you choose? Um, it's hard to say, uh, just because basketball, I played, like, with everyone growing up, and I still play with them, so they're, like, pretty much family to me at this point. Tennis, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a little bit better at, uh, I just learned it really fast, and I got pretty good at it, um. But I'd probably just pick basketball just because of the team aspect, like the togetherness. I feel like tennis is more like a solo sport. You got to yeah. do it yourself, you know? Yeah, but I sure. think uh, the team aspect uh, makes it better. Um, so this is a question, too, for all athletes. Um, over, like, the quarantine, what are you doing to, like, stay in shape, you know, and not get rusty with uh, your sports? Um, for me, it's it's pretty hard. Um, like the gyms are closing down again, and everything. There's like the motivation is hard. I've been trying to go on just some little runs to try and stay in shape. Um, basketball has started to open up a little bit again. I've been going to those practices that we have, even though there's only a couple. Um, I've been going to the park, just playing basketball and just shooting, just to get some reps up, just so I don't lose my touch and everything. For sure. Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing like is cardio because like I was I've been working out a lot, but when the mm-hmm. first bag was back, cardio hit me like a truck, dude. Like just doing the warmups, I was already like destroyed. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's tough with the the running because because like I mean you can practice basketball and stuff a lot, which I was doing over quarantine. But if you don't like stay in shape, like running and stuff, it it'll kill you. Because I I know for me personally, like when we had um, like our first practices back for like um, our club team, like our travel team, we, uh, we were at hardwood and, and I was like, I was like like gassed after just running up and down the court a few times. And I was like, I'm not used to running, you know, during a full game or anything. And it like just a little bit of time where you're not running just takes it out of you. Yeah. Thankfully for like cardio, you can, it's a little bit easier to regain back. Yeah. Um. As long as you put in the work, but it it really does suck when you're tired. Yeah, it's probably the easiest to also, lose though too. A big thing is honestly like kind of a diet. Once you're on a quarantine and you're not in a habit of doing things, you kind of start to lose what you eat. When you know, I feel like it's really easy to just go to get in and out or whatever. Especially since we have our license now, it's like let's just go drive and get some food, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of hard to keep up with that and everything. Cause you got to put that into consideration. hundred percent. Oh, so speaking of driving, I know Bryce has, it's a, you have a manual Jeep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is honestly my, just because I have a manual car too. This, yeah. this might, this might be me sticking this, but, I feel like the manuals are a little like quicker and more like responsive. 
than the automatics. Like, do you feel the oh, same yeah. too when you're driving it? Um, it's a little bit different, definitely, than driving. I feel like you gotta kind of stay focused. You know, it keeps you yeah. doing something because you're always shifting. You're always doing yeah. something different with the car other than just foot on the gas pedal and steer. Um, so it definitely is different focus. Sometimes the clutch just catches and you just go. But, um, yeah, so it's definitely different. And I feel like every time I go into, like, an automatic, it's just, like, I'm bored. You know, it's, it's yeah, weird. It, it's really it's weird. like, I, you, like, forget stuff. Like, I forget, because, like, I was like, wait, how do I get this car, like, out of park, too? And stuff. Yeah. It's funny, because, mm-hmm. like, I can't even, like, I don't even have to do any of that. What, um, um, what year is your Jeep? Uh, I believe it's an O two or O three. Okay, gotcha. So it's before it's before Jeeps uh, were bought out by yeah, Fiat. And before I was made cool. crap. Oh yeah, Ethan's got a, a little some some beef with uh, Fiat, right? Dude, they just they they're just a crap company. They their product they're like parts are cheap and they're not as good. Don't they don't they own Ferrari and Audi? Um, Wait, I don't. No, no. Audi owns Ferrari, right? They're those companies are all owned by a certain company. I think uh, Fiat is its own company. Fiat owns Chrysler and Jeep, and um, yeah, I have no input on this because I know nothing about cars. <laughs> so it's okay. Um, well, with sports, um, a lot of people said like the NBA is a little bit different now that's all online and quarantine. Uh, what are some like things you see different that like might have changed a little bit for being like? Um, and like the dome, uh, like negative or positive things. Like for the NBA? Yeah, like people say the game is like different now and stuff. Um, it's definitely different. Like, I can think just of this season, like when we're playing a home game and like we have our parents just saying defense, 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 chanting that, it makes a difference. So mm-hmm. if you got to think about that for like how, like 13,000 or whatever yeah. the amount is for mm-hmm. NBA game. Think of that, and the whole arena is just shaking, and you have all the momentum. Like the bubble, there's no fans. There's got to be big difference on that. You know, there's no home court advantage. It's probably actually yeah. worse because I know that they they piped in like the crowd sounds for like people watching at home, so it kind of actually sounds yeah. like a real game. But I bet that's weird when you're there because I don't even know if they yeah. can hear it. But if they can hear it, then it's just empty, and you hear like the recorded noise. So that's probably like super weird. Yeah, and it's just, like, I feel like since they're so used to it, maybe not as for, like, the rookies, because obviously it's their first year, but they yeah. play college, they play high school, they know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, everything that they're used to, like, say for LeBron James, he's been in the finals ten times. So I guarantee this finals is a lot different for him even if he won. Um, it's got to be different for him just because he's been there so many times and just to have this coronavirus and there's no fans, it has to be a big impact on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the draft recently happened, and I know there's been a lot of haters over the years, but what do you think about LaMelo going second pick? Um, I think Melo to the Hornets at three was the best available. I think he, I mean, we didn't really get to see a lot of him play because his games weren't really live television since he was mm-hmm. in a different country. But, I mean, with the highlights that he had, I say he was the best pick available. Um, he has good potential, but if he turns out like his brother, <laughs> maybe not so good. What do you, what, what do you think about uh, Nico Mannion in, at Golden State now? Nico Mannion, he went to 44 to the Warriors. I think that was a good pick just because he was – some people projected him to go in the first round. Um, yeah. I see him – I don't know who his ceiling is. But, I mean, I think he could be a good role player. I don't think he's going to be, like, all-star. I think he's going to be a good role player. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Could you see the possible... I don't, I don't, I'm going to pound in these these Ball Brother questions. Mm-hmm. Could, uh, let's, oh, my God. My AirPods is disconnected. Okay. Um, could you see the possibility of Jello getting to the NBA? And if so, could you see them all three being on a team? Um, I don't... I don't see D'Angelo playing on a team. I think after, I mean, he had that whole scandal of stealing or whatever, and then he just kind of dropped off. I know. I think he was on the OKC Thunder's G League team. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I, I don't see him going very far. I just think that 
that whole China situation screwed right. him over. I think it was stupid, but you never know. How much do G League players make? Cause what was that? How much do G League players make? Because that's like the equivalent of like the minor leagues in baseball, right? Um, I, I think some contracts can be like 100K to 500K, depending on who. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it's a lot. I, I think it's like not as big of a deal, though, as like the minor leagues. Because, you know, people go to Rivercats games here. And it's like a big thing. But n- mm-hmm. no one goes to... I don't even know who the yeah, Sacramento no Kings really G League is. It's probably I think it's a Stockton team, right? It's like the Stockton Monarchs or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like no one's gonna go to that. So I don't know. I feel like no one really cares about the G League. Um. So speaking of the song, dude. Um. Have you listened to J- Jake's new songs? I know he has three <laughs> new ones: the Fresh Out of London, Twenty Three Dummy, and then Twenty Three. Have you mm-hmm. listened to any of those? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he made music still. Dude, though. he's yeah. it's like rock I'm gonna ask you because well, I guess I can ask you this question. They're definitely a million times better than his old music. Oh yeah, it's not the whole you know, it's everyday bro stuff anymore. He's uh, it's he's I don't know. A lot of people think he's got a ghostwriter, which you know is very possible. But um, <clears throat> he's into rap now, and he he raps, and I guess the consensus that I've gathered from different people I've talked to has just been the song would be, they would like it if it wasn't Jake Paul. It's just the name attached to it is like, you know, Jake Paul. So, but it's, it's not bad. I mean, the lyrics aren't bad. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you compare it to YouTube music, like, Oh, sure. I would put it up there. I put it above flight. No (laughs) no question. Flight. I'm sorry. I really don't like his music. (laughs) disingenuous it's it's annoying it's kind of whatever but you know i don't know not my not my style Bryce, what are your opinions on a uh, flight's music <laughs> i don't know i just feel like you kind of get that cocky vibe it's mm. like yeah this is the music is just like i don't know it's not bad but it's just like it's not good and you can just hear like the cockiness in his voice you can just hear like he thinks his music is just amazing <laughs> and it's just not <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I get it. I don't know. I feel the same way, to be honest. I actually had a question for you guys. Going back to the Hornets drafting LaMelo Ball oh, at yeah. number three. So I saw this thing of LeVar Ball saying that <laughs> in order to play Michael Jordan, the Hornets owner, also one of the greatest basketball players of all time, uh, they would have to reach $2 million pay-per-view. What? How do you guys feel about that? Oh, that's mm, yeah. I I don't even know what to say. I think that's literally just one of Lavar's kind of nonsense. Like, yeah, talk. he's he's kind of been uh, all over the place. He said recently. he said that in order for him to play Jordan one on one, they would have to get two million dollars pay per view. And I said, that's crazy. <laughs> Sounds like he doesn't want the smoke. That's to be honest, dude. Right. No one's gonna literally no one would watch that. I mean, we know who'd win, to be, if I'm being honest. Yeah, LaMelo, like, LaMelo Ball in the interview said, I, I think we all know who would win. And <laughs> he's talking about Jordan. Yeah, right. There's no question about it. I mean... Well, LaVar, yeah. versus, LaVar versus Jordan, dude. And LaVar's today not missing a shot. 2.2 <laughs> points per game in college. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, bullied, he bullied Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just one of his... I mean... He like he said he's gonna get all three brothers on the Lakers. That went real well with the first one. So it's the dynasty. That would be after LeBron retires. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting though because you got the two old guys. You know what are they like mid fifties, sixties now? So true. It'd be interesting to see. I think they'd both be a little rusty. Probably wouldn't be able to. They obviously wouldn't be like they were back in their prime, but. I, I don't know. I would watch it, but I, I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> like, if it yeah, was on, watch, you know. No, watch I would watch it afterwards, because there would definitely be, like, YouTube videos. The highlights of it, it yeah. Mm-hmm. Or someone would just upload it, well, you know. There might not be many highlights, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, I want to get into about our team, too, as well. And just everything that we've kind of gone through together. Especially the ups and downs during in the games, you know. 
the, some of the I want to highlight. Well, I want to ask you, Bryce. Like, what are like the biggest, like the biggest, like the sorry, I'm stuttering my words. The highest moment and the worst, like that you can remember of your high school uh, career. Um, I would say my top three from this season. Uh, first was probably um, Jared's game winner against Lincoln. Just oh, the energy dude. afterwards mm-hmm. was just crazy. Everyone was just going wild. I was so hyped. Yeah. Um, number two would probably be um, my quote-unquote flu game in that uh, tournament we played where I had, like, pneumonia or whatever, and I played, and, and I hit, I had, like, 10 points or something like that. Everyone had COVID. Not, not anything crazy, but I, I barely played, and I scored, like, 10 points right away. Mm-hmm. And I was just coughing. I, was, I felt like I was going to fall over. Um, <laughs> number three, I would probably say just that whole um, Kendall Arnett tournament, just being up there with the team and everything. Oh, that was fun. It was just a good experience, and it was so much fun just going everywhere with you guys and, going to that other team's school and like having that whole dunk contest or whatever yeah, with yeah. them. It was, it was just such oh, yeah. a cool experience. Yeah, that um, was probably my, my favorite. My, my... What about the, or I guess we'll just have one, the worst. Like, you're like, the one, like, memory that you're like, oh, like, that sucks so much. Um, When we were down 30 to 0 at the end of the first quarter against Folsom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> probably, that was probably uh, the lowest point. Uh, yeah i think that that was that was also the worst because that was like up until that point that was the one team that we could beat in league or that we had shown that we were able to beat and it was like the season was almost over and it was like we are really about to go you know know, two and eight or one and nine or whatever um so i think yeah that was a really low moment because there's nothing you can do at that point It, it sucks when you go the whole preseason you know sort of pretty being pretty dominant like i'm pretty sure at one point we were like nine and one and then Mm -hmm. and then we get to league and it's like get bullied so also i feel like a big part in that was um how many of our pieces were getting moved around i mean colin and brandon Mm -hmm. were two of our best players you know and then they kept getting uh pulled up and down and up and down and it was just kind of like every week we didn't know what was going to happen if they were going to play with us if they weren't um we didn't have Colin and for so, all of league until the last game, because mm-hmm. his last game was Antelope with us. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I feel like it was just kind of like it. It was a uh, kind of messing around with our chemistry a little bit. I mean, we practiced with with them, and then the next day it was oh they're on varsity this game, and then mm-hmm. the next week oh they're with us, and it's just kind of like we can't really get in our own groove with the team because yeah. there's just so many changes, but it ended up being fine. I mean, I, I would, I think uh, we actually had a better season despite our league record being worse than freshman year. I think we had a better season this year. Yeah. yeah I feel I, like I we just that. were more skilled. We were more mature on the court and everything. Um, I just think we were all around better as a team. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Um, with Colin getting moved up, uh, really opened like the door I would say for me and you Bryce to get like more than just like a minute of playing time kind of switch off between me and you like with like kind of like the five to ten ish minutes like we would get put in for like those minutes um where the starters would get a break and really towards like the end of the season it kind of like was wiring down to like me and you for like the last few spots and I for me at least it was because like you were the guy I had to be and be better than pretty much every every practice so I could secure my spot, and um, I want to hear your side of this too. But like I just remember like giving everything I got and uh, like playing as hard and like guarding you too on defense and like the how annoying it was because you would shoot like these like threes thirty feet like back. And basically just make me work like my butt off on defense. Um, and all I think about when I think about this past season is just like how hard, hard I had to work to um, try to get more minutes. And I just wanted to hear like what you had to say, like from what your perspective was of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just think it was every man for themselves at some point. Uh, there was really no guarantee on 
who was going to play, who wasn't, and every game it was different. Um, I just think it was great for everyone to show up every day, work their, I mean, butts off, uh, <laughs> just work hard, see who can compete, and, you know, it just opened the door. Every every week there was something new. So this we needed threes, I would go in. If we needed hustle, we would have everyone, like, we would have a bunch of different lineups. If we needed whatever we needed that week, it was just a lot different. Um, I think it was great to have people fight and for people to want to play, you know? And mm-hmm. it was just everyone there wanted to play. And it was great because we all got better. And I feel like that's why we were better this season because everyone wanted to play. And everyone yeah. knew they had to work for it. So they wanted to be better than that guy ahead of them to get those minutes. And I think mm-hmm. that's why we were way better than freshman year. I think that's true. I think that also created conflict, though. Um, and maybe that's just me, but... I kind of felt like there was more there ended up being at, at times um, there was sort of like animosity between people um, because it, it became, it, it was to a point where it was like so competitive that, that we were like, we would, we would yeah. start turning on each yeah, other. It was personal, you know, which 100%. you can't let that happen. Um, but inevitably that's what ends up happening. Um, so what are your, like your thoughts on, on that kind of, dynamic yeah i mean i think there's always going to be fights i I mean you uh, look back to when coach said like him and his twin brother would throw punches at practice mm-hmm. you know like it, there, it's gonna become personal at some point but i feel like it just kind of shows that everyone wants it and at the end of the day coach is gonna play who who he thinks are gonna get the the best minutes and who he thinks are gonna give us the best chance to win Sure. And so I felt that whatever he, he thought, whether that was me getting minutes or not, I, I was, at the end of the day, I was okay with it. Because if we won, uh, that's all that I cared about. So I just think that in practice, I wanted to to kind of, and I feel like I was one of those guys that was just kind of like, let's get in each other's heads. Let's do it. Let's fight. Like, let's do this. Yeah. Just so we could all get better, you know? I, I wanted to be a leader and I wanted to be, Someone that could make everyone better. Plus, it also like helps you for game situations because, you know, there are those mm-hmm. times when like your opponents are, they're getting in your head, you know, and there's nothing you want more than to just you know, be done. But like, it's the perseverance. You gotta keep going. Yeah, and I feel like if we know how to get in each other's heads, we know how in the game situation to uh, get out of each other's heads. You know, I feel. Yeah. Like even when I wasn't in the game and people were getting heated, whether that was like either our best players or our not best players, I feel like there was always someone on our team, whether that was Jared or or someone else that was always there being a leader. There's Keith, you know, they yeah, didn't always definitely. get minutes. And I feel like they were always there supporting someone, whether they were getting mad. There was always someone there to just brighten the mood and know that we were a team definitely. and just help win. Yeah, I think so. I feel like those fights in practice helped us in the games to to become a team. Definitely, yeah. I think yeah, Keith really did a good job. Like, I didn't see Keith get mad at anybody the whole game, the whole year. Yeah, and even freshman year, I didn't see that either. It and was, he was one of our hardest workers too. Oh, for sure. So it was good to see someone that could work their butts off and yeah. also keep their composure when it mattered the most. You know, exactly. Just, he was just a great leader. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about the trash talk, I, I agree on that because I just remember, um, like, because like I said, I, we pretty much guarded each other the whole entire time. I can't really remember unless I would we'd switch and I'd be on Austin or ah, I guess I didn't really guard Jalen that much either. But like the my all the time I'd say in my head would just be like, all right, like stop his three and then just like don't even like listen to like his trash talk because like that's one thing you do is just all is just talk 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 and it's i think it's so funny too to hear you do it to other teams because like it really helped me like at first it was like so frustrating when you would say stuff like to me um because like i know uh you it's all just to make each other better but like i always like take it personally when um people say stuff to me uh but over like the weeks i would like tune it out and then come game time like anytime anyone said anything to me like i never i wouldn't even remember it and i could like just stop them from getting in my head so like that was one thing that um 
in practice, I didn't really appreciate at all. But come game time, it, it really helped me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's definitely things I could have done better. And I I mean, there's a lot of times where um, but a lot of things weren't good, you know. Um, but I feel like the trash talk is just like a good way to get people um, motivated and to want to win and to prove something to the other team, you know, like. You can't really trash talk unless you win. So if you want to trash talk, you gotta you gotta play better than the other team. And I feel like mm-hmm. just keep trash talking, keep trash talking. If you win, you say, "Hey, you gotta win next time." Like, step it up, you know, just stuff like that. So that it just keeps the competition going and everything. And um, there was times where it got personal, and it, that should never happen. It should never get personal. And if it did. You know, that there was definitely apologies that needed to be made, and I don't know if they were all made or not made, but um, it definitely helped come game time. I could tell just the whole team, and then, you know, just wanting to win. And mm-hmm. it all starts in practice. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and it ended up being, I, again, like I said earlier, I was more satisfied with this season than, than I was freshman year. And I think um, – freshman year was tough for me at least because I didn't really know I mean I was super super like self-conscious about everything when I would step on the court um and it it really reflected in how I played um and I I guess I would say um I guess I'm still kind of inconsistent but like at least it doesn't like how the trash talking stuff on the court doesn't usually like affect me anymore like it, it, like in the moment. Um, and I don't know, I think a lot of that goes to like coach Tom Zach and stuff. I think, you know, just sort of he, him really believing in me and stuff like really helped. I don't know how you guys feel about that or like how, how he felt about you, but I don't know for me personally, I think he was probably one of the most beneficial coaches that I could have had. Yeah. Um, this, for me, this season was better, but I still feel like we have a lot less, I mean, a lot more um, we can achieve because, like, our record really doesn't show the work and how much potential we have. So, like, that is frustrating, but definitely a lot better than freshman year. For sure. Yeah, I think um, I think we all improved. I think we all got better, and there's a lot of seniors from other teams leaving. I think we have good potential, and I think this year we're going to be um, – together whether we have a season or not if we if we end up having some practices i think um if the season ends up happening i think we will have really good chemistry really good teamwork um i think it'll all end up working out good you know mm-hmm. and uh for you in tennis uh what are you still playing doubles or are you doing singles and stuff now um so we haven't really had like official tryouts or official mm-hmm. practices so the the little matches that we have been doing uh i had to play singles uh, haven't really won a lot of them i've won a few but i mean singles isn't really my thing um i i just i don't see us having a season i i don't know i, I really can't base it off anything right now but mm-hmm. if i had to take a guess i'd say it probably won't happen for both sports but I, you, yeah you know I you just gotta you just gotta keep. You just gotta keep thinking what if, and you you can't just give up. You gotta keep working hard, you know. Yeah. Because um, yeah. there's always that chance that it does, and then you you want to stay in shape. You want to be on track when it does. So. I think it's one of the toughest things to do, working. like when there's the uncertainty of not knowing if you're gonna mm-hmm. even have a season. Like you can't really see the payoff because it's so unsure, you know. But you're right. You know, you just gotta keep keep going at it. And that's a big reason for me, like, to not want to work out or not want to just get up and play basketball, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, we're not even going to have a season. Why should I want to? And, you know, it's just like stuff like that. But you just got to keep getting up every day, doing a little bit, and you'll keep with it just in case something happens, you know. Exactly. It's just you always got to have a backup plan. For sure. Yeah. And like, there's always different, like, we'll always, we'll still find a way to play even if it's not officially through the SFL. Oh, yeah. So I think, I think it'll be good. And I think if I'm being honest, I, I really am looking forward to next year. Um, just cause I, I think our group next year will be even better than this year. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, I don't know. I, th- given that, you know, last year we had 
quite a few freshmen on our team. Um, I feel like we'll get to know them even like the rest of them and stuff for when they're juniors next year. And I think that'll be like a pretty good team too in terms of chemistry. And you also got to think like we had Aiden Perry. He was on our team freshman year and he was a big contributor to, to our wins, you know, and just not having him last season was a huge hit. Like we didn't even practice with him. He was just straight up on varsity, which is great for him. And he, he got that practice. So I think next year he'll be even better and he'll be an even bigger help. Yeah, so for sure. It was definitely good for him. It, it hit us a little bit, but we still managed to play as a team and everything. And we definitely missed him a lot. Well, for us, yeah. too, we got Austin. So it helped a little mm-hmm. bit um, because we didn't get him freshman year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think even though we ended up – we didn't end up winning as many league games, I think we were able to hold our own better against certain teams that we got destroyed by last year, like Rockland – we That's kept true. them to one point at home, or I guess at Rockland. That's true. You know? we, didn't we lose by free throws or something? Um, something like that. I think so. Yeah, like that's crazy yeah, at Rockland. Year, I think we lost to them by at least thirty. Oh yeah, both okay. times. I it remember was a blowout. at Rockland we we lost by thirty. I think. Yeah, we like twenty turnovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we had a lot of turnovers this freshman year. So. Man, I was going to say something about Oak Ridge freshman year. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't, we're not going to talk about Oak Ridge. If, if, that's, if that was uh, – that's definitely top two or three worst memories of all of high school. Like, all yeah. of like, uh, it's like PTSD at that point when I walk in that locker room. Yeah. You can't recover from that. I remember, remember you Coach – You just walk Do- in the locker room and you just think of the whiteboard. That yeah. Coach. <laughs> Isn't there that a was, in the in the Rockland locker room or something? That was that was a bad that was a bad day. That yeah. was a really bad day. I feel like there was a lot of days like that. There was a lot of games mm-hmm. where it was just we couldn't get we couldn't get a break. We would we would yeah, dig ourselves a hole so and we could not get out. It's the worst feeling. And and it just sucked because we were up. We knew we we thought we were going to win. We thought we had it secured. And yep. it, it well, there, we there's no reason why we should have lost. To be honest. And then they just figured it out. And once they figured it out, we there's nothing we did. There's nothing we could have done. Right. They figured it out. They counted everything we knew. And it just went downhill from there. And, yeah. I don't even want to say Oak Ridge ever again. And I think that was like it ended up even being close. It wasn't like they they came back from the lead and then blew us mm-hmm. out. It was like they barely won, which is yeah. the worst. Yeah. I hate when teams barely win because it's like you start thinking of things that you personally could have done different to change the yeah. outcome. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's just, you know, you miss one free throw or, you know, whatever. And, and you got to think like, oh, it could have changed the whole game. But, I mean, altogether, I just feel like it's a, you know, it always comes down to you. And at the end, you always think about you. Because there's games where I'm like, what if I hit that three-pointer? You know, what if? Yeah. But there's never a what if after it's already done. Yeah, totally. 100%. Um, so I know you've got, I've been hearing a lot of talk about this fantasy team, Bryce. What's, what's been going on with that in your team? Uh, I mean, I, I've made some trades. I've made some trades. Uh, you know, I'm 11 to 0, still going strong, baby. Let's go. So who's on your, your team? Uh, I'll just name like the starters and like my best bench players. So I got Lamar uh-huh. Jackson, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Tyree Kill, Calvin Ridley, Darren Waller, Chase Claypool. Julio Jones and Antonio Brown. That's my best player. Okay, okay. He's been saying he's been trying to make some trades or something with him. Dude, yeah, he's been trying to get Christian he, McCaffrey. Declining. I okay. I I'm always super um, nervous with the trades because I always think like I I make one mistake, I trade the wrong person, and then my season's over. Uh, and it sucks. Yeah, cause... I felt bad for Carson. He's the worst <laughs> team in the league. He's one in ten right now, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be nice. I'm just gonna trade him, George Kittle. You know what? I'm gonna get. I got Julio Jones back, but that's about it. I said I'm gonna give him George Kittle. And next week, George Kittle like breaks something in his foot, and he's out for pretty much the whole season. <laughs> so I felt I felt terrible. And then also, I just kind of made a trade. I said, "Hey." I'm gonna trade Alvin Kamara. Whoever sends me the best trade, I'll accept it. And Cody sent me a pretty good trade. I accepted it and it ended up working for me. So, yeah, it it really sucks for me because 
I had so I had first round um, pick during our mm-hmm. fantasy draft, and so of course I picked Christian McCaffrey, and then he gets injured, and then he's out, and so I can't even use him. Yeah. And then the one week that he's back, I forgot to put him in my lineup, and he scores thirty seven. I still won, yeah, but it was like yeah. a really close one, and then now he's out again. He's doubtful for this week, and so I, I don't know. It really sucks that I he's pretty he's, mm-hmm. I've pretty much been unable to use him, but I can't get rid of him because then as soon as he comes back, someone else is going to have him, and I can't let you That's have true. him because you're undefeated. <laughs> okay, but I sent you like a god trade, and you still declined it. I I ran it through the trade analyzer, and it said not to do it. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. Although I ran another one through the trade analyzer and it said to do it and it was one that everyone said don't do it. Is it like Austin it was the one it was it was the one where Austin was like he was like if you do that I'm quitting. Cuz cuz he was like this is a terrible trade and Wasn't Bryce... it the Zeke one? <laughs> yeah, dude, you've been trying to get rid of Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> oh, I did. I got Darren Waller. Who'd you who'd you give him to? I gave him to Aiden for Mark Andrews, <laughs> Zeke for uh, for Darren Waller. But Zeke actually scored like twenty points last week. Scored yeah. nineteen. Maybe, maybe I should have picked him up then. But that was like his only good week since like week three or something like that. So. Do you still have Joe Mixon? Do I still have Joe Mixon? Yeah. Uh, no, I dodged <laughs> another bullet on that one. I traded him to Logan, and he is now on injured reserve. So he's out for a couple of weeks. That's so funny. Yeah. Wait, I... yo, quick question. All's, what's been going on with the Pokemon stuff, bro? I've been hearing it blown up lately. Are you hopping on board the Pokemon train or what? What's going on? Pokemon? No, I haven't been playing Pokemon recently. I. <laughs> I I haven't no. I was wondering because I heard of people buying cards now or something, collecting them. I mean, um, they keep them coming back on it or something. Logan, I know Logan Paul's been uh, spending it's big like money. Like a hundred fifty grand <laughs> on a card, bro. <laughs> That's It's yeah. just so dumb. It's, it's kind of a waste of money, but I guess if you're into it. I didn't realize he was oh, so big. I, I just feel like everything they do for it is for the clout or because yeah. they get them more popular. That's why I just don't watch them. I, I think That's they're just stupid. I listen to Logan's podcast because sometimes they actually talk about some good stuff. They've had some like pretty like mm-hmm. philosophical people on there, but but my gosh, he's just spends all his money. He bet like um, he yeah. bet uh, he bet so much money on Jake Paul's fight. Yeah, he's got a lot of money at stake. I, I feel like was it a Logan Paul? or something like was it the fight I don't know wait say that again like you said something about like the fight how much did he spend on the fight oh he's I don't know it's he put, it's, like, a it's a lot amount of money on uh, Jake yeah that's crazy yeah but uh, no I'm, I've never been into Pokemon really I bet you I Aiden don't is. play on like the Game Boy or whatever yeah. like, you know like those yeah oh oh speaking of games the PS5 came out and the new Xbox. Did you cop any of them? No, I'm not getting those. Um, it's a little bit too expensive. It's really yeah, expensive. We're getting to the age where parents don't really buy anything anymore, especially when it's not expensive. So mm-hmm. it probably won't happen. Yeah. Um, I saw it could run. The Xbox could run like 120 frames now or something like that, which is which was that's huge. And the graphics and the games seem to be a lot better. I mean, I but, think it's just yeah, too much money. Expensive, yeah. There's no mm-hmm. way. I, I don't know. I could barely, like... Because all the games are too expensive, you know? Like, it's not just yeah, the console. Yeah, like 60 bucks, dude. It's a lot of money. And it shouldn't well, be that you much. you gotta think, the but... console is like 500 and then you gotta pay for each game, and then those are Controller, the headset. 60 yeah, and... Controller headset together can be almost a hundred bucks. If you buy yeah. five games, that's three hundred dollars, and right there you've already spent a thousand bucks. Like, it's too much. Although yeah, it's still cheaper, games, it's still cheaper than the newest games. iPhone with all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, and then you've got to pay for the you know online subscription, the Xbox mm. or the PS4 like, network, sixty dollars a year. Yeah. 
I will say though, it's pretty Which... fun. My uncle, I remember, um, like when Battlefront first came out, mm -hmm. he uh, from work he got, he was like testing a, a PS4, and uh, he was he was like he had Battlefront, and we played it one night, and it was like so much fun. But like I was just like ah, I can't I can't spend the money, mm -hmm. so I still don't have a console, but. Whenever I go to people's houses, I play 2K or whatever. And I'm just, I'm god-awful. <laughs> and then you got to think about, um, like, obviously the membership, like the 60 bucks a year, like, it adds up, stuff like that. And even if you buy more than five games, like, that's, you can spend $1,500, $2,000, and you know, you can save that, buy something nice, you know, you can buy a yeah. car with that money. Seriously. Yeah. And then, like, I've had my Xbox for a long time and I used to play with my friends all the time. And then like people, you know, they grew up, they don't really play that stuff anymore. So it's like, I don't really want to invest my money into that. If I don't know if I'm going to play with my friends. Right. I think, um, that's what made Fortnite so big was like, it was the first time where everyone played mm -hmm. one game. Well, I guess you could argue that's Minecraft, but there's cross play with PC players and everything all at once. So that really connected like everyone together. And oh yeah. You can literally hop on Fortnite any time of the day and you have all your friends online. So I think it wasn't even the game itself, it's just being able to connect with no matter what platform you had. Yeah, because I remember like my best friends growing up, they got the PS4 and I like mm -hmm. when I was that young, I didn't even know there was like Xbox, PS4, PC, you know. I just knew there was an like, Xbox. Mm -hmm. And so when I asked, like, if my friends had the consoles and they were like, yeah, I have a PS4, it's like, I can't play with them. So mm -hmm. it kind of separated into two groups at school or whatever. Like, it's just like whoever you could play with, you could play with. And whoever you couldn't, you couldn't. Mm -hmm. And so when Fortnite came out, it was like, yo, I can finally play with these players. And they're my best friends and I've never played with them before. So I got mm -hmm. to connect with my friends that I haven't got to play video games with growing up. And that was like seventh grade or something, sixth grade, that yeah. I never got to play with them. And then Fortnite came out, and it was like I could play with all my friends, no matter what they were on. And it was just really cool, honestly. Yeah, and speaking of money, it's free to play, which is huge. True. Exactly. I mean, although you did kind of... I mean, yeah, I you ended like, up buying stuff, but... Like, I feel like it was just kind of weird, because it was... Oh, your default skin. Like, so then you wanted to be like, you wanted to buy a skin, so you didn't get made fun of by your friends. And then you didn't pay <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh, I've already bought one, so I might as well buy another. And then it just snowballs and snowballs. That's yeah, how it was for me. I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my friends have, my friends have this many skins. Well, I only have two, so I'm gonna buy a couple more. It's not that oh, yeah. expensive. You yeah. Know? But so, I, then, then, then like, they came oh, out with wait, Fortnite. A bundle. Then they came yeah, out with Fortnite yeah, yeah, Mobile, exactly. though. And then that was, like, free. Because mm -hmm. I remember I got it in yeah. seventh grade or whatever. And I was like, I'll just make an account. And then and then I, I was like, I played it for a little bit, but really I wasn't really into Fortnite, so then I just didn't play anymore. I'm not going to lie. If you don't know what you're doing, it's really hard to get, like, the True. loop of it. It's, I remember it taking me forever to, like, just learn the basics of the game. Yeah. And, like, back to, like, the V-Bucks thing. So, obviously, the game's free. So, you're like, okay, why? Yeah. I have $60 to spend. Yeah. You know? That's how I thought of it. And then, when I got those skins, I was like, okay, I might as well buy some more. This one looks cool. And then I'm going to buy V-Bucks, and I'm like, wait, the $50 packet, you get this much more V-Bucks for free. Like, I might as well just buy that one instead of okay. buying the $20 one, you know? And it's just, like, stuff, little stuff like that. It's just what made the game... Yeah, money, you know. Yeah, it got to the point where people are buying full accounts, you know. Mhm. Mm and yeah. they're like, you bought the the account because it had the Renegade Raider or whatever yeah. it's called, like the the most like long skin or whatever you want to call it, like the skin that hasn't been on the market for the longest. Yeah. And then what happens in the end? They all come back. So you yeah. you wasting your money a little bit there, and just uh. like, it's it's crazy how much games can make money off little stuff like that that people don't buy into yeah yeah totally. for sure and that's a huge market um, you know the whole gaming thing there's so mm -hmm. many people that are just so invested and now with like with gaming becoming 
super popular, not just on YouTube, but like esports and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's just going to keep yeah. growing and then prices are going to keep going up. That's true. Yeah. Uh, when you, a lot of people say this, and I'm, I'm not so sure if I agree with them, but they're like saying Fortnite is dead. I would say it's not as big as it, what it was as, because when you look at the people, like, like not all my friends are online, but I, I don't think it's anywhere close to dead because there's still millions of people that play every day. Just wanted to hear what you yeah. thought about that. Um, I feel like, I don't know, there's never really a game that's dead, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's unless people it's just like it. a, Yeah, unless it's like a reoccurring game, like 2K, you know. Mm-hmm. I would I would say 2K12 is dead. <laughs> but that's because there's a new one every year that people buy. So you can't really like say that. But if it's a game that like keeps updating, um, like a Minecraft. Minecraft is probably never going to die for mm-hmm. at least... 10 more years i would say it's just a game that you can add on and you can just keep going and so i feel like it's never gonna die same with fortnite i mean i guess you could say you can make an argument that there's better shooter games than fortnite Mm -hmm. um what's it called you can play warzone i think crossplay and stuff like that like there's gonna Uh, be new games Like, there's definitely going to be new games, but I, I just don't really think a game that big is going to die, you know, because there's always going to be yeah. people that stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, but remember what happened with Minecraft when it became, like, a meme, and it was, like, if you played Minecraft, mm-hmm. you were, like, a, a dweeb kind of thing. Yeah, you were, like, a weirdo. Yeah. So. But now it's back yeah. again, and it's, like, people play it again. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like Fortnite might be heading that direction, but it'll just come back. Cause... Well, I guess it kind of is, like, people making jokes about it. Like... Yeah. A little bit. I feel like it's not quite as as big though as Minecraft was. Oh yeah, for like, sure. like it's not as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But possibly, at least for our age group, I've noticed a, a pretty big um, decrease in amount of people that are online. Yeah, I mean, there's the younger... also like a new games out and stuff. You know, you got like Call of Duty. Um, yeah, because back and stuff. then, really, all it was was Call of Duty. Then Apex came out, and like, remember people saying like, "Oh, this is gonna destroy Fortnite. This will end Fortnite." And like, for a week, people played it, and then it just mm-hmm. then Apex like completely fell off. Yeah. And then new COD came, Modern Warfare. People were like, "Oh, this will end Fortnite because this has the you know the um, uh, what do you call it? the what do you call those games the oh my gosh." I forget what do you what, what kind of game is Fortnite like a third person shooter? Yeah, P- but PvP game. I guess. But yeah, I remember. Oh, Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale. What I was looking oh, for. Oh right, right. No, because they old Call of Duty has Battle Royale and everything, but <laughs> that really did no damage to Fortnite. Yeah. Um. Also on the game, on like the whole gaming thing. So. I don't know how many games have done this, but I know recently Rocket League is like the soccer, but with cars. Yeah. Um, it used to be $20, but now mm-hmm. they changed it to free since not a lot of people were playing it anymore. And now it kind of got back up on the rise. So do you guys think that if you pay money for a game and then it turns free, you should get your money back? I definitely think you should, or at least like you get... Um... If, here's what they would do if the, comp- the group was smart they wouldn't just put like $20 back in your mm-hmm. credit card they'd make it so you got like $20 in like games so you have to spend the $20 like buying new yeah. whatever like boxes or whatever I, f- I, think, I, I think, think that's fair I mean yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting though because it's kind of like um, this is a huge extremity but <laughs> but this is the only thing I can think of if you take like states that have like legalized marijuana you know like should all those people that got arrested for it, should they all be released? And it's like, yeah. it's like, I mean, I, I guess like technically, but just cause like something changes yeah. like, or like just cause the law changes or something. I feel like you could kind of make that argument for a lot of things, but I do, I do understand what you're saying. Like you kind of, it's kind of unfair. Yeah. Also at the same time, I mean, it obviously it's just an analogy, but I feel like if it's something illegal, you know, like, if that was, if you knew that it was illegal, and you knew that there was a possibility you'd get in trouble for it, like 
and you made that choice. I feel like it's not even just the whole about marijuana. Like, I feel like if I feel like it's just understanding that you know that it's illegal and you know that mm-hmm. you could get in trouble for it and you still made that choice. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, it is different. So you do it's deserve it, thing. but I feel like, yeah, I, oh, definitely not the same thing. But it's just like kind of like a video game. You don't know that the game's going to go yeah. right. free. Like, if, I, if I'm um, looking for a game to play and say I want to buy Among Us or whatever, say the game's $5, and I know it's going to be free in a week. I'm not going to mm-hmm. buy it right now. Yeah. I'm going to buy it in a week. Cause it's, it's yeah, free. that's true. But I, yeah. I just feel like since since the game went free, since it was kind of dying, I feel like it's only fair to just reward the people that have bought it, you know, with, yeah. say, game credits. And you could buy a key or whatever you can buy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's, um, it, it's hard, though, because do you think that the games like that could do you think they could even like reimburse you like because a lot of times they'll use that money to like help develop the game further or to you know grow the product so like like how would they be able to give all of it back to people like you were saying that's um, why it'd be like the game credit kind of because like yeah, the virtual my, currency oh, so, is, is worth yeah. nothing yeah that's virtual true. currency like say I mean, you can just make unlimited of that. So if you were just right. to give twenty dollars back of game credit, I mean, you can make unlimited in the game world. You know, yeah. Like they'd still have that twenty dollars, but they can just kind of go into that code or whatever they put in and just kind of make a lot more. And it wouldn't cost them anything. It's just maybe decreases the value of what it would actually be. I guess I don't know. Right. Yeah. Hard to explain. I guess if you're, it's technically inflation of cryptocurrency. Yeah, because if everyone yeah. has it, then it's not really as valuable. But true, yeah. like, I'd be if everyone bought the same thing, I guess too. Yeah, but it's not doesn't mean like the prices of things are gonna change if they gave it, the people that bought it twenty dollars back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Bryce, thanks for coming on the show today. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- um where can people find you? Shout the- it all out um, right now. <laughs> so on Instagram, uh, it's Bryce dot O'Donnell. B-R-Y-C-E dot O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L. Um, my Snapchat is Bryce31000, and that's about it. It's where you can find me. We'll put those in the show notes. We're forgetting our TikTok. No. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> Let's see. Did he shut? Uh, Bryce O'Donnell 20, B-R-Y-C-E, O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L 20. Uh, right. Shout out Ellie Dobleski. Love your videos. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you. On this podcast, it was it was fun. Yeah, for sure. Fun. Thanks for coming on. Uh, don't forget, today's mm-hmm. episode is brought to you by Coast Brand Apparel. Um, they got some great outfits over there. Uh, they even have posters, bumper stickers, um, everything. So go ahead and click the link in our show notes below. Access their online store and get yourself um, something that you're going to want to wear. Uh, you'll definitely be able to find something over there. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to episode four. Um, for Chase, this is Ethan, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram using a link in the show notes. Our intro and outro music is recorded by Corbin Finn. See you next time.